0: Welcome to Apura Madre Unfiltered. I'm your host, Amando Rodriguez. I'm a mom of four boys, a previous educator, and now a stay-at-home mom working as a life coach. This is a place to come and get inspired and motivated and hear stories you can relate to and just see we don't always have to have our shit together. So come and join me as I share about living life apura Madre. Marriage takes a lot of freaking work. When you get married, no one ever tells you how hard your first couple of years are going to be. My first five years being married were so hard because it was a lot of changes. Going from living at my parents' house to moving somewhere different to getting pregnant, doing my master's, learning how to manage checkbooks, all of these different things, it was very easy to lose ourselves and have a negative impact on our marriage. In this episode, I want to talk to you about how marriage takes work. And if you're struggling in that negative place in your marriage, this might be for you. So it's basically a heart-to-heart talk to help you analyze what you can do to bring that marriage back. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes marriages just don't work out, and that's not your fault. But marriage does take work. So growing up, in a house full with a lot of kids. My parents had um, six kids, and my brother does have cerebral palsy due to medical malpractice. My parents now are coming into being 37, yeah, about 37 years married now. And when I got married 10 years ago, gonna about hit year 11 in a couple of months, the one thing my mom told me is one, don't go to sleep angry. And two, don't leave the house angry. And three, do not sleep in a separate bed. I'm like, okay, mom, you're crazy. Whatever. like That's not going to happen to me. You don't know what you're talking about, right? And then I got married. (laughs) My first year was definitely a test. A test because we were so far away from family. And I think that's kind of what helped us actually make our relationship work because whenever we got into a fight, I could not run off to my mom's house and have them make it okay because I knew my parents would always be there for me. I had nowhere to go. I had my freaking car. That's it. So whenever we got into an argument, we had no other choice but to be in the same place. So we really couldn't go and sleep in a separate bed. We lived in a one-bedroom apartment. So that helped me instill those things that my mom told me. Don't sleep in a different bed. Don't go to bed angry. And don't wake up or leave the house being angry at each other. And those were the three tips that she basically gave me. And now I can see why she gave those to me. The first five years of your marriage can be some trial some years not every marriage is perfect i'm not trying to say that my marriage is perfect by no means there has been some tested situations in my marriage which would have made anyone just throw it out the window and say f this i don't want to do this anymore but sometimes you need to step back and see it in a different perspective like are you really going all into your marriage Or just being selfish. There's nothing wrong with being selfish if the relationship is very toxic and not not good for both people. And especially if you have kids in the situation. Now, I'm not talking about toxic marriages where there's drug use, abuse, things like that. Definitely get out of the marriage. But when you're having like little bickering Small fights that just blow into big fights and both of you guys are just being stubborn and don't want to talk about it This episode is definitely for you So my tips for you to help you if you feel like your marriage is you just kind of got lost and this Seems to happen too When you have kids Our marriage we got lost we were broken because we didn't spend any time with each other Once we had kids the first year, it was getting to know how to love with each other. Year two, I got pregnant. Year three, I had a newborn. So those first five years were had a lot of ups and downs because I became a mom and my time was split between my husband, my kid, my work, my studies, where our relationship struggled a little bit and the one thing that I want you to think about is why you guys decided to get married why you decided to make it a relationship and move forward because you loved your significant other there was love there right and sometimes when you let life get in the way you stop seeing the big picture you stop spending time with each other and this was our biggest problem we had all these other things that we were responsible for, like little humans, and we stopped making time for each other. I honestly think we probably went maybe a to one date night for a couple of years because A, I was so like anal about who would take care of my kids that no one could take care of my kids. So if no one could take care of my kids, of course I couldn't go to date night. And I saw date night as in we had to leave the house. You don't always have to leave your home to actually make it a date night. If you struggle with your kids not being able to be taken care of by somebody else, which I did for a while because my kids had speech issues, behavioral issues, and I didn't feel comfortable with someone taking care of them, date night can be at home. Put the kids to sleep. Make it a non-negotiable thing for you guys to have date night twice a month Build up to three times a month, then four times a month. I'm not saying go all in and say, we have to have a date night three times a week. That is so like impossible to do when you're going from not even spending time to each other to now making it a requirement that you're gonna have date night three times a week. That's just crazy, not gonna work. But set little goals for each other to make your relationship work again, to know who you guys are outside of having to work, outside of whatever profession you're doing, outside of being a parent. So making date nights a non-negotiable definitely helps making your marriage work. The other one that I have been working on, because my husband works crazy hours, is taking at least five minutes to talk to each other in the morning and at night. So in the morning, is like, okay, what's what's your schedule look like for today? How's your day going to go? And making sure when he leaves the house, we all tell him, have a good day. We love you. Making him feel like he's wanted, right? And at night, hey, how was your day? What happened? Da, 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 da. So he feels like he's important. He's wanted. Yes, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I expect him to do the same. So by me doing it, me taking the initiative – of doing that, he now is starting to do it too. Kind of like that reverse psychology, right? Do what you want them to do. Sorry, husband, if you're listening to this. But having that communication every single day helps. So they see your struggles every day. They see how your day was. You are growing into the new phase in life that you're in. If you've been married for a couple of years, you are definitely not the same person that you were when you first started dating. We started dating when we were in college. I am nowhere near that person that I was in college. I'm not that party girl anymore. I'm nowhere near that same person that I was five years ago. So taking time to talk to each other every single day, even if it's just for five minutes because your schedules are so crazy. Our mornings are ridiculous. I'm trying to make breakfast for four kids, pack lunches, get them dressed, and he helps me with them, get them outside for buses. It's very chaotic. But I make an effort to take five minutes to say, what's your plan for today? What's your schedule look like? And making sure that when he leaves the house, I love you have a great day. So that goes into what my mom said too. Never leave the house being angry at each other. And if this makes you feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to say it, don't lose the spice in the relationship. If you built your relationship, you guys were all lovey-dovey at the beginning and you go from that to like, don't even touch me. And I'm Like, the last thing that you want to do is being touched after you had a child. Sorry if this is graphic for you guys, but the last thing I wanted someone was touching me after my insides have been ripped out, right? But learning that that's just a phase in life and going back into your routine of making time for each other, being physical with each other is super important. That makes the other person feel like you don't want them. Something else is going on, things like that. It gets into their head. So if you want to make your marriage work, you have to work at making it work. Every relationship takes work. When you get complacent and you stop thinking and caring about that other person, it doesn't work. A relationship's not 50-50, and I always tell my husband, I don't want 50-50. This is you're all in or you're all out. Because I don't want to be the only one putting all in and I'm getting half-assed back. And this was always a fight with us. Like, no, you're here, you're here, or you're out, right? And it's taking us years to get here. Like I said, my marriage is not perfect at all. But I've learned that if I want to make it work, I have to put in the work, just like any job. If you want to be good at your job and make it work, you have to put in your work. If you're going to work out and you want results, you have to put in the work. A relationship is no different, right? So if you're having issues in your marriage or you kind of are like in the slumps, like, oh, this isn't working out right now, take a step back, get a different perspective. Are you guys talking to each other? Are you guys going days without talking to each other? Are you making time for date nights? Have you guys lost that physical touch, that physical attraction? Communication is going to be key here. Marriage takes work. It's not easy. Nothing is like in life is easy, how my mom tells me all the time. Todo en la vida cuesta. Everything in life takes work. So I hope this episode helped you in some way. If you feel like somebody else needs to hear this message, go ahead and tag me in your stories on Instagram at Rodriguez. And if you have any topic ideas that you would like me to share about, go ahead and send me your comments, um, a direct message through Instagram, and I'll write them down for future episodes to come. Thank you for listening to Apura Madre Unfiltered.